0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Build Young, Grow Wealthy podcast. My name is Walida Sheree. I help busy professionals and entrepreneurs manage, protect, and grow their income to obtain financial freedom. In today's podcast episode, we will discuss financial news that may be relevant to you. Today, we will take our news from the Wall Street Journal and discuss how car prices might be unsustainable for car buyers. And what 7% mortgage rates mean for home buyers? Without further ado, let's get into this. So, let's begin with the first article which is titled Car prices might be unsustainable for car buyers. In 2018, Americans could choose between 5 new car models to pay less than $20,000. Today, there is only one option, which is the Mitsubishi Mirage hatchback. Currently in 2023, if you're willing to spend more than $100,000, you have 32 options to choose from. If you're the used car type, you can expect to pay $27,000 on average. So what's making car prices unsustainable? On top of the high sticker prices, interest rates are ridiculously high. Depending on your credit, it can vary, but the average auto interest loan for a new car is 9.5% and the interest loans for used cars are averaging 13.7%. It's safe to say that greed may be playing a part in how dealerships are conducting business, but why are people defaulting on their loans if unemployment is low? It probably has something to do with student loan borrowers counting on their student loans to be forgiven. But as we know with recent news, the loans won't be forgiven. During the pandemic, one-third of borrowers took out new auto loans— assuming that the loans would not have to be paid back. Imagine, the average monthly car payment is $750, plus your student loan payment, which has been on pause for almost three years, is about to resume on top of the climbing cost of living. How would you afford to keep making payments? Trading your car in for a cheaper car is nearly impossible. Getting your loan refinanced wouldn't make sense since interest rates are still climbing. And depending on where you live, giving your car back may not be an option, especially if you live in a city that doesn't have reliable transportation. So what is a possible solution? In my opinion, if you're looking for a new car, see if you can buy a car cash that has the minimum amount of problems that you would have to repair. Also consider buying your car from an auction, or you can just wait, hope and pray that prices will get better. If you already have a car payment, see what expenses you can cut, create a budget and stick with it, pick up more hours at work, or start a side hustle. You may want to consider renting your car out on sites like Turo a few times a month to help you pay down your loan. Now let's transition into the next article, which is titled, What 7% Mortgage Rates Mean for Home Buyers. If you've been sitting on the sideline waiting for interest rates to drop so that you can buy your dream home, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it has risen yet again, and this time to 7%. Freddie Mac recently released a survey of lenders and announced that the average 30 year mortgage loan is 7.09%. Although there is a possibility that the Federal Reserve may lower interest rates in September, it may not be wise to anticipate this outcome. For instance, if they announce that interest rates are contained, then interest rates can fall as low as 6%. However, if they say they need to take more of an aggressive action, it can raise up to 8%. Here are four ways the author of this article suggests you can cope with higher interest rates. Number one, don't try to time the market. Base your buying decisions on your personal goals such as getting married, having children, getting a raise or getting a new job. Number two, downsize your expectations. Unless you're willing to pay the high price for your home, then it's best to just downsize the number of bedrooms you plan to have, or you can negotiate where you plan to live to find a location with the size of the home you want for the price you prefer. Number three, focus on monthly payments. While I myself want to see the full picture with interest, principal, and other fees up front, the author suggests to focus on the monthly payments. Let's say that the Federal Reserve increases the interest rates to 0.5% or 1%. This could be a result of you paying a few hundred or more dollars a month. And if that's the case, will you be able to afford to make the payments on time and in full by the due date? Number four, shop for the best possible rates. If you're not satisfied with the interest rate provided by the first institution you apply for, you should try another one. Start by checking with your current bank or credit union to see if they can offer any discounts based on your existing relationship with them. You can also ask your real estate agent who has the best competitive rates. Now a word from our sponsor. Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you want to learn how to manage your finances on any income? Then you need to check out my book, How to Budget on Any Income by me. Walita Sheree. In this book, you'll discover practical tips and strategies for budgeting, no matter how much money you make. Whether you're a college student, a busy professional, or an entrepreneur, this book has something for everyone. So what are you waiting for? Head over to my description box and get your copy of How to Budget on Any Income today. Your wallet and your future self will thank you. I hope the news I share has been useful. If it has, kindly pass it on to your friends. That's all I have for now. If you haven't subscribed, be sure to do so. And please leave me a review so I know how I'm doing. Until next time, I will talk to you later.